Good evening and welcome to Horror. I'm Lee. I'm Chris. I'm Adam. And we are here yet again uh, for another exciting episode. Uh, this evening we are going to be discussing 1999's Wild Zero. Um, <laughs> before we get stuck in, a few bits of housekeeping. Uh, one, there will be spoilers. Uh, I, I feel you can still enjoy this film. Even if you listen to this and it whets your appetite as you hadn't been interested before, it's still worth seeing because there's enough going on. Uh, two, there yep. will be swearing. Adequately dis- we won't adequately describe it. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. I don't think that's possible. Um, <laughs> yes, two, there will be swearing. And three, I am full of cold and tripping balls right now. So... Um, I've had a cold for a week. It has gone. It started in my chest, and now it has just gone completely to my head. And I'm struggling to remember what day it is. So, if I start talking nonsense or forgetting where I am or how to put a sentence together, don't call me an ambulance. I'll be fine tomorrow. Woo. Yeah. So, to be fair, we like we can hear a little bit coming on, but you do actually sound in pretty good spirits. I, it's, it's weird. It's like it's making me really like strange in the head like having trouble concentrating and stuff but yeah like i don't feel you know normally when you've got a cold you just feel just miserable miserable and, yeah i don't feel that i just feel like i've had too much to drink without having had anything to drink it's kind of exciting if i'm honest so but, so we might have like 20 30 minutes and then a sudden crash yeah that's kind of our it goes. that's the thing with these cut like the tireder you get the more it mm-hmm. kicks in and then all of a sudden you go yeah, no, now it feel like I'm full of Valium and I don't know what the fuck's going on. But to be fair, that is the perfect way to watch this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, so this was given to us for Listener Recommendation Month by Listener Lead Belt. Mm. Um, yeah, Lead, Be- Lead Belt Art is on Instagram, yeah. Uh, go and check him out. His stuff on there is awesome. Um, I had not even heard of this film, so after it came through and it didn't make it in the random selection, I was like, I'm going to go and check this out, I think. And, uh, yeah, as soon as I had, I was like, Adam, you definitely need... Chris, you both <laughs> definitely need to see this movie. I'm surprised Adam, Adam, Adam hadn't already. Well, I'm surprised mm. you didn't know about it as well. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it went under the radar. Like, it, it ticks all the boxes for me. Mm-hmm. So I was just... As I say, when I watched it, I was like... When it's a film you've never even heard of, you're like, well, if it's kind of good, it's it's mm. a win because it's something a bit out mm. of the field. But yeah, when it's like this, you're just like, well, this is fucking awesome. Like, I, <laughs> I'm just pissed off. I've not been watching this film for the last twenty three years. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was 1999. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it, and it's so ahead of its time. But before I get it too carried is. away and make a mess of myself. Chris, we'll let you uh, jump in first. What did you make of it? Well, you segued perfectly. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I love having my expectations firmly blown out of the water, and I can <laughs> safely say that this achieved it. Um, I guess that the the general style is enjoyable. It is one of those where I feel like a few few beers, a few friends, and that's your set. This is perfect yeah. for that environment, as we've said with a couple of others. Um, but this really, really had a, a a gem to the story that I hadn't expected at all. And then I was trying to think, like, so 1999, I was trying to think back then, I was 19, how ahead of its time was it to have a whole transgender 
Yeah. It's like element. the central message of the film. Yeah. It, yeah. It literally, mm. rock and roll has no boundaries. Yeah. Like, and, and that's, that's yeah, but, exactly it. And I fucking love that. I had to write it down because it's love has no yes. borders, nationalities, or genders. Yeah. <laughs> but, and... but what would we have thought watching it in 19? I was trying to think, would it have been just so acceptable, so, you know, well done and just that's fine. That's just, that is part of the story. Great. I think, I think, I think us watching it even at that time. That's just sort of uh, speaking for speaking for you here. I feel, yeah. yes. but I I think we would have just thought, good on you. And yeah, but do you know what I mean? It's like, but it, it must it would have been so different from so many other things to have done something like that. I think I was trying to think of what other films would have had messages and combined such a contrasting element. You know, you don't necessarily expect that in this type of film. Well, I think also the th- the thing I was thinking though was is because up until up until the point where that's the 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 sort mm. of scene in question where yeah. um, Ace uh, like uh, uh, Tobio sort of reveals to Ace, yeah, and his his reaction is shock and disappointment, yeah, but. I was re at that point. I was just. I've really enjoyed this fucking film. I hope that this isn't going to go nasty at this yeah. point. Yeah. And and actually, it was like no. There's there's shock. There's disappointment, which you kind of feel are proper reactions. Yeah. There's no yeah. revulsion. Mm. Like in um, what is it? Because uh, obviously, like there's the crying game, which was around about the same sort of time, which has a reveal uh, this basically the same thing the reveal halfway mm-hmm. through okay and um he uh like the character immediately throws up mm. and it's like sort of and, and that was seen as a fairly progressive film at the yeah time. yeah but that's <laughs> yeah i mean that's and, that's and it, it. Does, that's and, yeah. and the message sort of does come through in the same way but it's like mm. you know but also just the fact that it's like the the spirit guide of the film yeah Basically, and not only that, this this is a film in which I I hope you know I feel that this is you know this is wild zero you know in S, you know everything about it is wild zero the band yeah. and they're they're a band with a commitment to cheekbones and <laughs> you know bikes that spew fire and microphones <laughs> that spew fire and. And cars that spew fire. Everything yeah. spews fire <laughs> for does, no yeah. fucking yeah. reason whatsoever. And I well, love the shit out of the it. Rock gods, yeah. But some but someone who kind of is taking themselves kind of seriously in that sense of making yourself like these basically these superheroes. Mm. You know that if they didn't think that, I don't think that message would be in there because that would, do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. And yeah, just overall, I was just, I thought, well done in the middle of this. What? And at this point, can I just say in the middle of this absolutely fucking mad film, yeah, which yeah. is, you know, it's, it there's is, a lot going on. It's, it's a very hard to get hold of movie. So what we'll do is we'll give you a quick rundown of it. Um, I'll go on, Adam. I was going to say, for anyone who's potentially interested, uh, 
the file that I had of it has corrupted. But I found it on fucking YouTube. <laughs> oh, it's really? in full on YouTube on a, on a reasonable uh, print. Nice. So I had to finish. I finished watching on YouTube um, because, yeah, the, the file I had just failed, basically. Um, so, so, yeah, just, a, so just to give everyone sorry. a quick run. That, yeah, so you can go and check it on YouTube. Thanks for letting us know, Adam, because like th this, uh, I think, is absolutely a total recommend from all of us. Um, mm. <clears throat> but just to give you a quick run there. I'm about to tell you the story of the film. Do not think that if you know the story of the film, you do not have to watch the film because it's all about the journey. Um, ultimately, <laughs> it's Plan 9 from Outer Space uh, mm -hmm. with a transgender love story if it this... was a rock and roll musical. That's basically <laughs> yeah. what the film is. But it's almost, in a weird way, that is incidental to the film. Yes. Like a lot of these films, the plot is incidental. It just happens mm. that the plot falls on the side of well done, right. You know, <laughs> sort of, you know, I think it's, oh, fucking hell. Just now here's the thing that one of the, because uh, most of the people in this have only been in like this. In IMDb, only two of the people in this whole film have got pictures. Nobody yeah. else has even got it. And one of them's Guitar Wolf, obviously. Yeah. Well, there's... Because um, the guy who plays... Because this is the interesting bit, is that um, uh, Claire recognised Toshi mm. because he's in Kill Bill. Oh. He's oh. the sleazy businessman who Gogo Yabari um, murders. And... Claire spotted this and she and she just went. She suddenly just burst out of light and sort of went, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" And I was like, "What?" Because <laughs> she'd been trying to work out who he was, mm. and um, she just she just was annoyed with herself because her train of thought was, "Oh, he's in Kill Bill. I wonder if Quentin Tarantino has seen this film." <laughs> and it's like, no, Quentin Tarantino has definitely seen this fucking. Film. <laughs> you know, this is because it's it's sort of half 50s B movie mm. um, it's got aliens that cause a zombie outbreak <laughs> it's got concert footage of Guitar Wolf the band who uh, I, I discovered because um, obviously we were sort of putting this down as punk and I still maintain that because they're essentially the, the fucking Japanese Ramones yeah oh, yeah yeah mm. but it's that interesting thing because it's punk much more in the thing of where punk took a load of fifties stuff. Mm. So it's that. So it's more a fifties look and everything else like that. But Guitar Wolf apparently they call their music jet rock and roll, and a few people have thought that they mean Joan Jet oh, because okay. obviously you know, but because they've said we really like Joan Jet. Mm. Um, but no, it's jet as in. It sounds like a jet engine, <laughs> and it does because it's uh, like comically distorted, yeah, like fifties punk, mm. like garage sort of sounding stuff. And but it's but the movie's perfect for that. Yeah, it is. It works fantastic. It's one of those when Jennifer said I said we were going to be watching it for the episode. She was like, "What's it like?" And I was like, "It's a bit like Help." in that it's basically about the band 
Yeah. And everything else that happens is kind of incidental, but there is so much going on and mm-hmm. so and, and that's what like if they are, as you say, you know, like the superheroes of the movie. Um yeah, but but, but the story is just it's like they've just taken all their favorite stuff they're like oh we love zombie movies and obviously mm. we've got to have all their musical numbers in there and we like ufo i'd completely forgotten there were ufos in this film and it had mm. any kind of a ufo element to it i remember it being a zombie film and then when yeah. i went back i was like but it's caused by ufos and yeah. let's not forget he does cut a the mothership ufo in half in the end <laughs> With his sword guitar, or guitar sword, depending on which way you want to look at it. Um, I had forgotten all of that shit. I I remembered them being chased by the club owner who kept changing his wig and wearing hot pants. I I, I remembered that, but the whole UFO thing had completely gone. And it's the opening scene is just Earth surrounded by all these funny buzzing UFOs. And I was like, Mm. oh, fuck, have I got the wrong movie? And I was like, I'm definitely watching the right one. See, in term- oh. and weird, weirdly, in terms of the CGI, because that's obviously CGI at the start, it's, it's fair mm. for its time. Well, and it, actually, it kind of fits, in a way. It seems oh, yeah, almost it, like it, it to... could be deliberate. That it's... Yeah. yeah, it could. But Mars I, I don't Attack think it style. Is. Yeah. Mm. But it really, um, it really reminded me of um, Christopher Eccleston's last episode as Doctor Who, because they had Dalek sources in it. Gold Dalek sources. And to be honest, by 2005, they hadn't really got much better. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it kind of, at that point, I was sold because I was like, wow, that's just immediately reminded me of that anyway. But, um, um, but I was yeah. just going to check. So so what is the deal with the band? Like, why, why is it so much about them? Like, what was their input? Well, into, basically, yeah. Basically, guitar, guitar, well, it's another way of looking at it is a bit like Kiss movies. Mm. You know, it's that same sort of thing where they've basically developed a character mm. as a band. Is or yeah. like, say, for example, someone like the Cramps, where the band itself develops this sort of persona that isn't necessarily their actual real life because it fucking couldn't be. Mm. But you know, it's sort of. <laughs> Um, I mean, I actually one thing I thought as well is I I did think have this it felt really like a mighty boosh. So I definitely yeah. had a few thoughts of that. Yeah, as, but, yeah. especially when it was like because uh, yeah, because basically the the sort of B plot of it that isn't involving them is uh, this hapless guy called Ace mm. who sort of basically turns himself around, realizes he can do shit, and gets the girl, and mm. it's like yeah. But when Guitar Wolf, like, he accidentally helps Guitar Wolf when they're having a face-off, a Mexican standoff with the Hot Pants Club owner and his creepy, <laughs> like, henchman. <laughs> and because of that, they give him a whistle, and it's, you blow yeah. on this whistle and we will appear whenever you're in trouble. That felt so Mighty Boosh, because it's that sort of... Well, I think, know, there is, like, I think that is actually in Mighty Boosh. There is... Uh, it probably a bit is. of a storyline where they and have something just the like whole that. Thing of like, so Ace gets punched out, and Guitar mm. Wolf just cuts his hand and makes some Blood Brothers while he's <laughs> still unconscious, and then just yeah, as you say, just throws this whistle on top of him and goes, "Call us if you need us," and then just walks it. And I'm like, what? that's completely absurd, but somehow it's like, 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, and he does. He, you know, he whistles from two towns away, and Guitar mm. Wolf stops everything and goes, Ace, Ace is in trouble. That's it. <laughs> to the car, to the Batmobile, and off they go. And oh, it's just, it's so yeah. batshit. And I, I, that's what I love is just the absolute lunacy. And watching it today, because I know how it ends and where it goes, when I started watching it back today, I was like, the first 20 minutes feels like a load of random stories that aren't mm. very exciting that are just kind mm. of going on. And then, yeah, once they all marry up together, it just goes it absolutely mental. And mm. there's just no going back from that point. And it just, yeah, so many weird sidelines and stories. I mean, the gold ball, I'd forgotten all about the gold ball. And as soon as he, oh, yeah. he was waving it around in that girl's face, I was like... I remember that being important for some reason. It might be what stops them. No, it's how Guitar Wolf tricks an arms dealer into getting involved in the zombie war instead of running away because he tells her that the zombies are full of balls of gold. And if (laughs) if they kill them, they'll make loads of money. Like It's just insane. I mean, who would write a story like that? It's so completely insane. But Oh, we might find out. Yeah. (laughs) So... Well, it was, it Who was are the geniuses? Uh, well, it was written by uh, Satoshi Takagi, or Takagi, sorry, um, and uh, Tetsuro Takeuchi, who is the director mm. uh, as well. And he, um, I think he was, I've had a look, he's done loads of music videos, which you kind of, Oh, yeah, you totally yeah. see that. <laughs> and I think he's recorded Guitar Wolf in um, he's recorded it, yeah. So he's done like Guitar Wolf in concert, yeah, uh, and sort of stuff like that. But he's mm. done one other film which is called Florella from 2010, and literally, I can't find anything on anywhere that's anything other than this this one sentence summary the experiences of a woman as she passes through several life stages so i've no idea what the film is about <laughs> it clearly doesn't feature anyone from this because like like you said there's only about three people have actually got credits outside of um being part of this film really <laughs> yeah and it's yeah it's just a very um yeah, just a very weird sort of uh, setup with them that I can't, like I say, letterboxed, IMDb and everything, and they've just got this one-sentence thing, so God knows mm. what the, the film's about, and it's obviously not sort of got out there or anything like that. Whereas um, but Guitar Wolf were in a film before this, which sounds like it may be in a similar vein. They were in a film called, uh. Uh, where are we? Uh, the Sore Losers, um, which was 97, and it's a homage to trashy exploitation movies and 50 sci-fi horror by a director called John Michael McCarthy. That uh, could be in, uh, someone's giving a synopsis to this film as well, to be fair. So, yeah, you're right. It sounds exactly yeah. the same. Mm. But, but, also, but this is the rest of it. In which an alien sent to Earth to kill hippies and a recently <laughs> released female serial killer team up to murder their way across the USA. Mm. It stars a it stars one of the members of a 
band called the Oblivions, who are like a garage, an, an American garage band, who like Guitar Wolf have just called themselves the band like Your Name and Oblivion, <laughs> like the Ramones and stuff like that. Um, and uh, the Guitar Wolf are in it as the Men in Black. So uh, yeah, I and need it, to find this. Does sound um, yeah. It's, it's it does sound like a cracker. So yeah, if you do, if you have any luck, let me know because I want to see it now as well. Um, but um, but yeah, I think the because uh, then you've got the because obviously you've got the story with the club owner. You've got the three people who are just sort of driving to uh, driving to see the meteorite that's like yeah. Because that's the yeah sorry that's the whole thing that and draws it together is there's a meteorite trying to learn to use a flick knife. Yeah. Oh that. That the most inept robbery yeah. in <laughs> history is just beautiful. Mm. That really is, and and even down to that, where it's like the the couple uh, mm. find each other as zombies. That's all they yeah. wanted. They didn't yeah, want to eat flesh. They just yeah. It's kind of um, sweet, really, in a mm. fanciful way. <laughs> For the film that this is, it's very weird that it is sweet. As but, yeah, as effective like that way. You know. And um, but yeah, Guitar Wolf formed in 1987. Um, obviously, there are three piece. Uh, there's the guitarist Say Guy. Uh, he was in a band called Far East Punch, and then he met uh, uh, Hideaki Sekiguchi, aka Billy, which I will probably be referring him to uh, <laughs> as in, uh, uh, when they were working together, and they decided to form a band with Billy on bass. And another co-worker on drums, um, and then they decided, right? So we're going to be Guitar Wolf, Bass Wolf, Drum Wolf, and the band is called Guitar Wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, Narita left fairly early. Uh, then it was Sage, uh, uh, Sage's uh, brother, and then the current drummer joined, a guy called Toru, and that's the lineup for this. Um, film mm-hmm. uh, and then I what was it yeah in 20, in uh, 2002 Billy uh, died of a heart attack at the age of 30 up oh god and they've had um, two other bass players uh, three other bass players since then so but yeah so whoever comes in it's like Guar and everything where you sign yeah. you adopt you are now right so you're drum wolf because you're in yeah <laughs> Yeah, so, but yeah, they did, um, I think, yeah, total of 17 albums that they've done. Over the time. And I've been listening to it, and it's it's all good stuff, because it is just literally just that, <laughs> the, how they sound in the film. So, I yeah. really enjoyed the music in this, and it's funny, mm. so I, I watched it this afternoon, um, so it's the second time I'd seen it with Jennifer. Um, yeah, and she kind of said, I'd be keen to know if it's bad translation or the lyrics are just very strange because obviously they come up on the, the subtitles. Mm. Yeah, and it's just loads of really random nonsense, which, mm. I mean, I'm sure, to be fair, you don't watch many bands with the subtitles on, so it might be actually a lot of stuff that we listen to, you just kind of take it in. But if you were sitting there reading it for the first time, you would be like, 
that doesn't make a lot of sense. Like I've said before with Rob Zombie's lyrics, you know, like I really like Rob Zombie's music, but it does sound like he's walked into Walmart and he's walking along the Halloween section just going, Black Cat, Scary Gwitch, uh, Cauldron, uh, there's a big yes. box of candy corn. And that's <laughs> basically all it is. There's no story or anything to it. He just says words that make you think of Halloween. And and that's kind of what this was. It was all very strange. Yeah, you mm. do wonder if it's uh, if it's because of the translation, yeah, or mm. if they're just like abstract, yeah, unusual phrases and concepts. But it sounds <laughs> awesome. I love the shit out of the music in this. It it might make more sense because thinking about it when it's translated, because I'd imagine they rhyme. Yeah, mm. like you know, so probably it sort of makes less even less sense because you're like well how does that work because you're not used to that rhyming structure yeah yeah oh yeah you're probably right yeah you know so it's sort of, the stuff would come out complete you know it doesn't it isn't going to rhyme in english yeah so yeah it might even look weirder than where you'd sort of forgive it in a weird way where it's like oh, it's absolute cobblers but yeah at least it, it was, rhymes it, it rhymes yeah. so but then know, when it doesn't it. rhyme you just go oh i don't huh? i don't get that at all. <laughs> Um, I also have to ask a question at this point because I'm, I'm this is personally where I'm sitting. Um, grenade guns. Hmm. Why'd you bother with any other gun? <laughs> <laughs> well, all them ones that miss nine times out of ten. Yeah, why would you not just blow the fuck out of everything? Yeah. Every single like the way he does just go along that block. It, it's like a that block, and he's just hmm. going through right one shot destroys an entire Bum. room and he's just <laughs> destroying entire rooms in chain until he gets the one he's after and <laughs> you're absolutely right yeah <laughs> you know i'm just i'm just thinking whenever oh i'd like a revolver i'd like no give me a fucking grenade launcher that yeah. makes sense <laughs> and yes i am willing to use it at point blank range I'm <laughs> yeah I, I, that, I was gonna suggest a slight downside to a you've never played potentially yourself up <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've never played Hogs of War with me, mate. Oh, yeah. God. Hogs of War with Adam is always fun. He kills himself as much as everyone else, but we always just have such a fun. Oh, do you know what? <laughs> I'd forgotten how much fucking fun that game is. I might go and play that when we finish recording this. <laughs> and Rick Mail's voiceover is just oh, yeah. unsurpassable. Um, yeah, so we kind of talk about the lunacy of this, but there is just so much going on, you kind of forget. You do. You just forget massive sections of this film, and then when you watch it back, you suddenly go, yeah, I didn't remember any of that. Like, I say, like the woman, the, the very first scene where it's the woman standing next to effectively an armoured car with a pair of binoculars. Mm. I'd forgotten her character entirely. I still don't quite know what she was. Was it her house she was in when they yes. came in and ripped all her clothes up? So she decided yes. to wear a business leotard. Yeah. That was I'm her house. Sure. Yeah, that okay. was her house because she decided, oh, well, I've been waiting for these people to turn up and I haven't shown up. Because obviously you've got the three, the guys in the car hmm. who are going to buy them, but who actually just get. And again, uh, that's who get killed. Or, see, now I never put two and two together. I didn't realise that was who was going to buy the guns from her. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no. they were they were going to buy. Them. And also, just how quickly did their chauffeur give up? 
<laughs> and it's like, oh, there's zombies around us. No, there's zombies around us. I'll blow my fucking brains out. You know. <laughs> and as Jennifer said, at that point, you climb through between the front <laughs> seats to get into the driver's seat. You don't think, I'll get outside with all those 35 zombies and try and get in the front seat. Like, oh. You let it go yeah, because it's fun lunacy. Mm. And I have to say, I mean, there is, they, they, you know, well, they, they film it in that way, but Guitar Wolf have been working on their image this whole time. So they can't help but be, like, shot impeccably throughout the whole thing. You know, again, again it was a mighty boost thing is I thought, well, I'm waiting for the guy from Cheekbone Magazine to turn up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if anyone hasn't seen this film and is going to watch it after us discussing it and finding out you can watch it all on YouTube, uh, yeah, 100% totally do. But I recommend getting yourself just a few beers, putting mm. them next to you, and every time somebody shouts Tobio or rock and roll, just have a mouthful of beer. You will be wankered by the time this film finishes after an hour and 37 minutes because... It's literally just over and over again. <laughs> yeah. I I have to say, uh, and here we go. I mean, this is, uh, you know, this is Welcome to Horror. We're meant to, we introduce Chris to horror films. We have been introduced, all three of us, at, mm. at, at roughly the same period of enjoyment. Because obviously I, me and Chris have watched it for this, but you watched it like however couple of months back or whatever yeah, it was yeah, like. two or three months ago so you know this is one that we're all discovering together and it's fucking great it's just so yeah it is, it's so so much fun and i've got to say i was slightly concerned after having watched uh return of the living dead i was like mm-hmm. oh is this zombie film gonna hold up and of course it's it's zombies but it's not the same kind of zombie effect and so it's like yeah that's different enough and there's so much more craziness that you're right i never realized they are both not only we said we were going to do rock and roll horror Mm. actually it's rock and roll zombies movies Mm. yeah they're actually closer than i remember and and of course because they're both comedies as well it was like oh is 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 this just going to be not as good as as return of the living dead because i was so shocked how good Return of the Living Dead was. It's like, mm. uh, is it, but they they had enough difference in here that it's like, yeah, no, this this is. I good. actually, I actually think it un- inadvertently makes a really fucking cracking double bill. Mm. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and yeah, I don't feel there's. I don't think you can. You don't lose anything it's, to either film. Mm. It's no almost like you... someone was planning this. <laughs> well, we know yeah, that's not I true. But... I hadn't even seen Wild Zero at that point. So yeah. I was just like, I looked it up and said, oh, Japanese punk band, what the uh, uh, guitar wolf do, uh, uh, rock, rock and roll, B-movie, horror. Not only that, in the weirdest of sense, I don't even count this as a zombie movie. Mm. But there's loads of fucking zombies in it. There is, but it's yeah. Like, it's not even that. None of the things we're talking about, like point, like plot points or anything mm. like that, are work to the overall whole. Yeah. No. You know, as a, as a, as a combined thing, it's like what? <laughs> as you say, like you know, the story's so got much. 
there's, there's so many elements to the story I'd entirely forgotten until watching mm. it back today. And then I was like, see, I loved this film so much. I was like, we really, really, really need to watch it. Um, yeah. And then when I watched it back today, I was like, I'd forgotten all about so many elements. Mm. Like, the bit of the petrol station when he just starts like <laughs> making it rain guitar plectrums and just murders an entire horde of zombies yeah. with electric. I'd forgotten that the fucking captain gets electrocuted and turns into a super zombie. I'd forgotten any of that even happened. <laughs> How? How can you? It's like we said with Thanks Killing when we watched it the first time. Uh, and the opening scene, literally, opening shot is a pair of boobs. And I said, I'd forgotten that had ever happened. Chris went, I don't believe How could you? Forgot. And then, but, 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 but I just <laughs> realised that. And I was like, what is the opening scene? <laughs> like, see, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough, I accept. <laughs> and this film's exactly the same. It's got so much crazy, mental, enjoyable shit that you forget feel, like things that in another film would be key moments mm. and you just let them pass you by and forget that they're kind of an element of it because it just goes in so many random directions and all of mm. them are thoroughly enjoyable. <laughs> now, what what else have we seen? I was trying to think of the, um, the other Japanese films, Tokyo Gore Police. Mm. So that's mm. another... And, uh, so I had some expectation that it was going to have, you know, elements of that, which... It's there's it's a high level of craziness, but yeah, yeah. But, but um, again, it's comic gore. Yeah, mm. yeah. You know, it looks pretty good as well, as you say. For 1999, it's CGI. Um, mm. but yeah, a lot of the head explosions and stuff look pretty realistic. I mean, yeah, yeah. But uh, compared to the UFOs at the beginning, they definitely <laughs> look pretty. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so we can definitely say then, lead belt art has confirmed himself as someone who can recommend in the future. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I mean, as I say, I hadn't even heard of this film. It was the only one we got for listener recommendations um, this time round that I'd never even heard mm. of. Uh, and Adam had said, oh, yeah, I've heard of it, but I've, I, it's been on my radar and I've been meaning to see it, but I haven't got around to it. So I thought... It was like it was the middle of summer. I think it was in the heat wave, and I was like, I just want something to put on because I can't sleep. Mm. I managed to get hold of it, and it had arrived. And I was like, Oh yeah, I'll just chuck that on. Um, yeah, and then just found myself sitting up way too late and laughing way too loud. Um, yeah, and messaging him in the middle of the night, which I think he's in the US, so it was probably more on his time mm. stamp. But yeah, literally, as soon as the film finished, I had my phone out and I was messaging him on Instagram going, thank you so much for telling me about this. Like, it's just totally made my day. It was such an unexpected... Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's I'm pleased end, to really. say, I, I hadn't seen his profile before, but I'm just having a look through it and he does some really great stuff. Some oh, yeah, really yeah. Fascinating really yeah, art models and... Yeah. Yeah, so oh. go and check out Lead Belt Art. Um and uh yeah and, and we should probably wrap it up here so um thanks ever so much for listening uh mm -hmm. go and check out uh lead belt art as we've just said go and check out the not for everyone podcast check out eerie essex uh i have just been drinking werewolf beer as it is currently mm -hmm. the 30th of october uh i went mm -hmm. to their brewery last weekend and had a fantastic time so, uh, yeah, I'm going to have some of their Halloween beer 
now possibly just to make sure that I definitely sleep and don't just continue <laughs> wigging out because of this cold. Um, yeah. Have I missed anybody? I don't think so. The only other thing I'd say is check out fucking Wild Zero. Oh, mm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Totally. As I say, it's one of those, like we've said before with other films, it's kind of about enjoying the journey. So although we've given you the rough idea of what the story is about, it it takes nothing away to know that story mm. and still go and watch it because it's just fantastic. Uh, yeah, and the music is exceptional. So mm. go and check out Wild Zero and we will see you all in a fortnight's time for what we've been watching. Thanks very much for listening. Good night. Yeah, Good night. Thanks.